will never have to watch a movie alone again. <laughs> Cabin in the woods. <laughs> oh man, I am loving our new like spooky intro. I'm gonna do this every year. I love it, especially especially on uh, Young Frankenstein. Dude. Uh, like I was actually kind of taken aback at your little. How scream. loud I can scream? Yes. You've killed me in like five horror movies. <laughs> That's very true. You're like my go-to like luck charm for most of my horror movies that oh, I yeah. made in college. Oh, it's because I never had the dime to be in the full 48. Yeah. So I'd be right. like, I'll show up for five hours, get coated in blood, and then, then I'll go back to the studio. Okay. <laughs> oh, man, those are good times. Yeah. Good times. But uh, now, yes, we're Cabin in the Woods. So, yeah, this is this one's super fun. Uh, like, I know we, we had, like, so many movies that we wanted to do for Spooktober because I know I wanted to keep in line with, like, scary but funny you know yeah. i wanted to laugh and we have to keep month. this like classic kind of self-aware homage yep. parody yep um and it, what and the... it's good it's one of the ones that i show people who don't quite like horror films yeah 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 uh, and what i really love is how you know subversive it is and uh oh and especially their fan base oh Dude. yeah you told me you delve into yeah. some of the fandom for this episode because and... they are super committed absolutely dedicated to not give away spoilers which is so wonderful because seriously this is like one of those movies that obviously the more you find out the better it gets it's, it's the half the fun of the movie is finding out shit it's making the connections between kind of these two different parallel stories yes at least at the beginning, they don't give away kind of what they are. Oh, yeah, and dude. And even at the end, you're kind of shook with how how extreme and how actually earth-shattering this all is. Yeah, man. Like, it's it's crazy. It's twist so, on twist. Um, yeah, because, like, again... Like, like a it, churro of terror. And, <laughs> and to honor, like, all those people out there who have avoided all the spoilers, I also will say spoilers like all of them because what are you even doing here yeah. uh this is a move this is a podcast Th this where is we... for your second or third viewing yeah yeah pretty much like this is for your comfort viewing when you're just like home alone and you just like no one wants to watch netflix with me no. but that's okay because this is what we're here for I'm this is we're here to this watch is, with you dude we are literally here to hang with you the viewer and watch some uh movies this, in this case some spooky movies all right <laughs> no i think we should just um, jump right in because well we actually really before we one do one more thing well before we do like i want to know about your first viewing of the movie because again it's like one of those things that are just the experience of first watching this is just so awesome oh yeah I originally just started it because I wasn't a big horror person, but I heard such good things about this. Mm -hmm. I figured I'd just see it to see what all the fuss is about. So by the beginning, at the beginning, I was watching this on my phone while I did the laundry. <laughs> such a bad and way. by the end, I had stopped it, taken it up to my room, and like <laughs> turned out the lights. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I picked the wrong movie to watch casually. This is awesome. Well, sometimes you start watching something casually and then... About 20 minutes in, you're like, everybody shut the fuck up. This is actually good. That's actually, yeah, I actually had that experience with Seven. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, and worst of all, I actually got pulled away from my mother because I was watching it at a friend's house literally at the very end of the movie. Oh. I can't, 
Ooh, I still have... That's why, uh, what, three billboards outside Ebbings, Missouri, I missed the end because my plane kept having turbulence. <sighs> and so they kept talking, so about, like, at the 20-minute mark, every five minutes they were interrupting. And so I've missed the last three minutes of that movie. <sighs> I threw up during it. <laughs> <laughs> there was some nice British man <laughs> who gave me a second birth bag. <laughs> And a moist towelette. Um, but... that's, that's a great story. I first saw this for a class, actually. Oh, in, yeah. Uh, in college, because there was uh, this thing called... Uh, um, uh, they, were, they had weekly screenings uh, on Tuesdays at the college that uh, both you and I had went, yes. gone to. Uh, and I think for October, they had this was up on their lineup. And I was like, oh, that sounds pretty run-of-the-mill. And I hear it's supposed to kind of subvert tropes. But I, again, I only heard rumblings. Went in completely blank. So... When I went to go see it, we I actually saw it with a crowd. Which oh, was... so all the reactions. Yeah, well, see, uh, now, granted, most of the people in the, like, I think about half the people in the the, the theater had already seen it, because, you know, it was like a student screening and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But it was just so much fun just for me to watch it and unfold and to start putting the pieces together and be like, oh, 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 that's what they're doing. This is cool. <laughs> like... That experience was so much fun, and it's why I've, like, anyone who hasn't seen it, I'm like, you're coming to my house, I ain't saying shit, you're watching this with me. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's fucking great. I think I did that same thing with you as well. Like, I, I, I think we did that for a Halloween party. I think I had seen it. There's a, we had a lot. I don't of think you made me watch this. I think the word of mouth was just so good. Yeah. And yet so quiet about what it really was. Honestly, Where if I, I get a full review, sometimes I'm like, ah, I know, but I just kept hearing, it's good. It's good. Everybody watch it. It's good. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Although, <laughs> to be fair, I don't blame you if you don't remember uh, if it was, like, during a Halloween party because... I remember the movie. Well, well I was all... Well, cause... Oh, because I drink too much at your Halloween parties. Well, I was about to say, like, our Halloween parties are lit, bro. <laughs> and if you don't remember what happened last night, then you did it right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Make, like, a pumpkin. Get lit. Forget oh. where your brains are the next day. Fuck, yeah. All your insides are expelled from your body <laughs> at a certain point. And you don't know where your clothes are. Oh, yeah. And and you got smashed. Yeah. Hey. All right. Okay. <laughs> we can watch movies now. Yes, I we won't. should watch movies now. Okay, I so. I won't keep making punkins. Get off my show. <laughs> That's such a pun. All right. All right, so folks, you back if you guys have back home have like a copy of Cabin in the Woods, you got a DVD, Blu-ray, on digital, Netflix, whatever. You better get your horses ready cuz we're about to get this party started in 3, 2, 1. Play. Hey. There's the gear, the gears of war. The gears of fate <laughs> are turning. The, yes. It is all it is all destiny from here. Actually, you know what? That's that's actually a really cool way because I know it's just the Lionsgate. That's just the logo. It's just no. It, oh, I know. It's just the. Logo. I know it's just the Lionsgate logo, but it I actually was just being pretentious. No, it actually reminds me of like the mechanism for the rit the ritual later on in the movie. Oh yeah, that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. Like, and again, here's the like some of the ritual stuff. Like, it just pops in there for some reason, and then of course it goes from this you know blood crazy for the blood gods. like this crazy blood intro thing and then immediately like uh, <laughs> uh, 
oh wow that that is some really crazy visuals but yeah. it's, if you missed the credit sequence and you just walked in yeah okay when like the next scene is literally not. as soon as it cuts right here <laughs> the fresh cup of coffee like this is where because like i love the first i love the uh just the sheer like you know smash cut to it which always gets a really good laugh yeah but, um this movie this opening worked exactly how the filmmakers intended they specifically put edited wrote and put this scene where it is in the movie just to throw off audiences to be like did i walk into the wrong movie i literally had that feeling watching this for the first time i'm like Wait, what is what is going on? This is called Cabin in the Woods. Why are we in this office? And why are we hearing this weird, nonsensical, boring banter? Like, oh, it's so I, boring, I, and you don't realize it's plot relevant. That's the other thing. Like, well, you once she comes up, it's plot relevant. Cause, well, yeah, because like, there's like some nuggets of it, but nothing really specific, which is brilliant. Not even just given nothing to put this together. Because when you walk in like stone, like cold turkey, watching this, walk in stone, just because. Like... <laughs> None of this makes sense. None of it. But when you see it the second and third time, the shit starts making sense now, right? And that's what I really love about that. <laughs> um, so it's it's really really great how they just like completely turn your head on it. Because because again, when I first saw this, I had no idea what the hell was going on, and and I'm like, this movie is supposed isn't this supposed to be a slasher movie? I wonder if there was a movie that came out in '98 where people survived. I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to IMDb that shit. Mm. Although um, uh, I really do love this, uh, the the smash cut to the the title card. <laughs> it's almost like Tarantino esque. <laughs> it's Tarantino esque, and it's also let's face it, it is a cheap jump scare. Oh yeah, it's a cheap jump scare. That's kind of awesome. If a jump scare knows it's cheap, yes, then I'm there for it. Yeah, dude. And th it's okay. So. When it the movie finally starts here, it's where I'm like, oh. You get your sh shitty 80s slasher sex appear, girl walking around in her underwear type. Not, not that, but you also have the music, but especially in particular the title cards. Like with yeah. the, 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 the bloody names and how they, it was, it was when I saw those title cards where I'm like, okay, I am in the right movie. Because I'm like, these are, this is definitely like mid-2000s shitty Michael Bay reboot kind of stuff that they do you know yeah so with the blood smears on brian's name yes the girls in her underwear for no reason absolutely no reason just to well there is a reason that pays off at the very end of the scene Wait. oh yeah yeah where oh, yeah. chris hemsworth just looks down and is like hey. where she forgets she's not wearing pants to be fair, I'm pretty sure anyone in the same room with Chris Hemsworth would probably forget that they had pants on. I mean, you would take your pants off. That's right. At this point. <laughs> yeah. See, we, we both have talked about how we're neither of us are, are traditionally, you know, attracted to men, but uh, but Chris Hemsworth. Uh, that's an exception for everyone. Like, if he, dude, if he... We've talked a lot about Chris yes, Hemsworth. Yes, we have. <laughs> Oh my God! As a matter of fact, this this is this movie is literally the reason why he got to be in Thor. Oh really? I'm not kid making it up because Joss Whedon was still working on the Avengers. Oh, script. that's true. He was he, no, he was literally working on the script right now, and he vouched for Chris Hemsworth, who worked on him with this one, to be Thor for Kenneth Branagh when he was shooting Thor. So literally, as soon as this movie so was over, so they were over, writing the Avengers as they were making. Yeah, 
Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, by the time, you know, um, you know, the, the whole Avenger initiative tested well with audiences, they're like, oh, we're going for it. Oh, you yeah. Know? Um, but uh, Chris Hemsworth was really, really adamant he should be Thor, um, even though Kenneth Branagh was actually uh, for his brother Liam. Ah. Yeah. So uh, he so he wound up getting Thor because of this movie. Oh. Um, which he is really cool. Could have had an alternate timeline where Liam was Thor. Yeah. And Chris Hemsworth was in the Hunger Games or some shit, which would have been really conflicting to me because I hate Gale <laughs> a lot. I'm not even Team Peta. I'm just Team. Hating Gale. <laughs> that was my cr- crusade in high school. That's what I did. Instead of fighting for the environment, we we had we had love triangles to, oh, to argue about back then. <laughs> in 2014, that was that was the time. Yeah, man. That was the time. Oh yeah. No, 2012. Shit, I'm old. <laughs> we're we're getting there. And it was like seven years. Since, yep. Since I was involved in a YA novel. Mm-hmm. So now we've got the gangs all together, and of the course... The Scooby Gang, and Shaggy's coming down the street <laughs> <laughs> with his fucking coffee the mug. The shitty bong. car, the bong coffee cup. I love him. Dude, like, I actually... I love him. I loved his character. He's my favorite. <laughs> but <laughs> what I really love about that prop is it actually works. It's a functional bong. Seriously, it is a you it is a functional bong and coffee cup. Wait, like, it works as a coffee cup too. Yes. That's fucking ridiculous, isn't it? They yeah. actually they I think they poured like a ton of money just for the pro, to get a prototype <laughs> for this movie. I like this line. <laughs> foreshadowing. Very foreshadowing. And I also really love how he locks the door with the uh, the window up. That's just such a weird little character thing. And look, dude, look how fast that transforms. It it functions as a coffee cup and a bomb. Yes. That's amazing. Dude, seriously. like That gives a whole new meaning to the term wake and bake. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've had CBD coffee before. Dude. Which made me very, very sleepy at a music festival. I I honestly (laughs) wonder if they sell those, like, somewhere. They've Those got to. things? Yeah. I, I don't know if they do. They'd probably be stupid expensive, but honestly, I would. <laughs> to have a bong that you could just fold up and keep in your room. In, like, in a coffee cup, like, totally I mean, I'm biased because I live with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yes. I mean, that's definitely something. Inconspicuous you, thing. That's something you would definitely take on a road trip. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, man, Shaggy. But we we really do have like all what the characters. What is his actual? Uh, I believe his actual name is uh, Marty. Marty. Yes. All right. Um, but uh, I really do love how we like you know obviously this is playing on the tropes and whatnot, but we really do have a Scooby Doo gang minus the dog. Oh yeah. We have we have our Freddy. We have they're all there, which actually calls into the question: Is like, are you calling the black guy the dog? No. Tim. It, what? <laughs> Oh wait, no. There's there's another there's fi- guy. No, yeah, there, no. There's there's five of them. Yeah. I forgot. I'm bad at math. That's so. But that is kind of weird. Like, if you had one more <laughs> member of the Scooby Doo gang, you actually could have all the roles filled in. You know. I- implying that Scooby's not the slut in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly Daphne. Come on. Oh, God. <laughs> You 
know she goes behind Freddy with Velma. Oh, yeah. And occasionally Shaggy when he's conscience. <laughs> I imagine that if Shaggy Daphne were a thing, it would be like... In the scene where, like, Mac dates the super hot girl, but only because he's giving her drugs. <laughs> her name is Dusty because she really likes angel dust. <laughs> They'd just be in the back room moaning. They walk, they open the doors like, Shaggy, you better, give me my weed. I'm going home. <laughs> so Shaggy gets to hang out. That's why they don't get mad at him for running away. Is because he's got the connection for the group. <laughs> he totally does. We know what Scooby Snacks really are. I mean, are. Freddy's the leader. He brings Daphne because they're hooking up. Yeah. Velma's the smart one who solves all the murders, and and Shaggy's just their dealer. Yeah. He's like, what? Much. What's his name? Craig from Workaholics or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever their dealer is in that one. Yeah, he just comes along. <laughs> Oh, I really do love the uh, the production design on this whole. The, not just the the stop here, although the stop, like the the gas stop here, like the creepy gas stop in the middle of nowhere, the where Confederate the, flag. Yes, uh, clearly out in the south and whatnot. This that's I'm pretty sure the Confederate flag is like a like a little nudge to Texas Chainsaw. Oh yeah, well it, it can be anywhere out in the boondocks. You see people in Canada with those. Good point. Very yeah. good point. Uh, but I really do love how like really rural creepy it is oh yeah dude yeah. like you know that these guys just had a ton of fun with their production design and the, the prop master just, just dead been animals fun. there's a buddha incense holder in the back too like, yes like you look you really honestly so think weird. it was just slapped together and of course mordecai the fourth teller of of all the impending doom upon you Hedonist, he, heathenistic children. In in the Bible, the there was a prophet Mordecai who did warn the king that he was about to be assassinated, and I think that's son of a bitch. Gets his name is like son of a bitch. You're probably right. Yep. And it and let's be honest, that is a very Southern Baptist name. Yeah, it works. It works really well. And See, I, I told you I'd read the Bible after the <laughs> Matrix. <laughs> now I can provide keen insights into references. Yeah. Yeah. Good shit, dude. Mm. Oh man, I, oh, and I really also love the uh, the ancient ancient gas gas tanks. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like a lot of this shit. He's got a Confederate flag and an eighty-eight on his motorcycle. Yep. Come on. And of course, you know you have. Yeah. You also he also has to be ch heavily chewing his tobacco, <laughs> like really into it with bloodshot eyes and a crazed, you know, balding look to him. Uh, but. <laughs> Hey, don't you know these rednecks are just nice folks? Oh, yeah, Like totally. Tucker and Dale trying to go on vacation. Yes. That was the runner-up Dude, this seriously, if you haven't heard of Tucker and Dale versus Evil, check that shit out. Because it is a perfect, and I mean perfect, companion piece to this. I mean, it takes apart uh, horror tropes, in not in the same way, but with a lot more just, like, really belly-over uh, laughs. You know. Oh, yeah. Um, and it has Alan Tudyk, which anything he's in is gold. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, it, the bit that always gets me is the bees. The bees! <laughs> Why are bees inherently the funny? The wood chipper is also inherently oh funny. Oh, my God, that's so funny. But, yeah, if you're watching this and you've had a couple beers and you want to watch another movie, that'll make you laugh out loud. I, lo I love that one. It's It really is. Like, that is a great double feature. Tucker and mm -hmm. Dale versus Evil and Cabin in the Woods. Mm -hmm. Great, great horror slasher comedies that mm -hmm. totally subvert itself. Um, although, to be fair here, like... Even Mordecai isn't as menacing as he seems as we're about to find out. Oh, no. <laughs> like, that gets thrown out. Oh. I feel like this scene is a uh, a shining homage. 
It does. Just for a brief moment. It does. Oh, my God. These guys are good. <laughs> Man. Oh, and then, of course, there's this uh, this brilliant shot where we start to question what the fuck is going look, Dude, do you see the face on the side of the... Yes, I dude, do. Dude, that's cool. I wonder if that was... Uh, I, I, I wonder if they enhanced that or they just found a really cool location. Whoa. I doubt they location scouted like the fall or something. Probably. Yeah. But uh, yeah, with that shield, that's where I'm like. That's Hunger Games shit. It is, <laughs> isn't it? But that's where I'm. This is again. It's just another one of those moments where I'm like, okay, what is going on? You here? thought you put the conspiracy together. I thought I did, but it just start. They just keep surprising you yeah. with new shit, and it's always not quite what you think. Yeah. And that's really awesome. And. Also, we have to take just one single glorious moment to be thankful that this movie was not directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Because uh, you know he would have gone full village and just thrown all the twists and stuff at the very end and not give us any clues or anything. And everyone says the same thing. At the uh, no, here they kind of throw the twist before they throw the plot, and then you have to remember the twist and be like, "Wait, what's going on?" <laughs> and then they fucks with your give head, you dude. another little taste of twist without really explaining what it is. Yeah, it's it's to the point. And where... then they explain it, and you think you've got it figured out, but then there's another twist on top of the twist. Yeah, man, it's great. It's never quite what you think until the movie is completely over. They don't let they don't let you connect all the points. Yeah, you just get more points as the movie. Yes, and it's delight. And it is truly delightfully frustrating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It makes you think, even while you're just kind of having a good time. Mm hmm Like, you can watch, this is a movie you can watch with your brain either on or off. Yes. And enjoy it just thoroughly both ways. Yes. And, yeah. uh, and of course, let's be honest, because that those dots aren't connected until the movie's completely over, it makes those second, third, fourth viewings that much more rewarding. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, the beginning conversation, I... I don't even remember what that was like the first time I watched the movie. Yeah. yeah. Now you're paying attention for what they're saying. Exactly. Like, you want to be like, oh, so like they were like hinting at shit. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, I love this painting. This painting is awesome. Like uh, now. They made it just for the movie. And yes. And if you look at the gore here, it's obviously uh You've seen Saturn eating his children. Oh, dude, are you kidding You've me? You've seen the uh, the Goya black painting. Are you kidding me? I have a print of that on canvas that I uh, put up for Halloween. Like, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorites. And, of course, you should all check out that Nerd Rider video on it. Oh, Nerd Rider's great. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, and then, of course, there's this interesting oh, development. The two-way mirror. What? <laughs> and I also really love his uh, his reaction here. Just like... Oh, this is so. And then, oh, and you're like, oh shit, shit, shit. What oh, do I do? What do I do? <laughs> and his like the deliberation, because you're like, oh, she's so hot, but I don't want to be a creep. You gonna step out? No, I'm not. <laughs> but he does give it. No, yeah, and yeah. and I feel like if he didn't, yeah, the, he you would... know that that they could have gotten him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, it's just because uh, the thing is, all these characters are actually very likable. Oh yeah. Um, because 
Uh, that, and that's the other thing. Like in the traditional uh, slasher movie, I feel like it's so mean spirited. Like they're almost caricatures of whatever the writer's high school bullies. Yes. Were were to have a likable group of people. Yes. Together is a huge twist. It in is the slasher genre. And what's even more great because they were mentioning this earlier in the movie where. Um, they actually physically like alter their moods and uh, their habits and whatnot to fit their their uh, their uh, their assigned roles for the ritual. Yeah, because even I think you see at the beginning the the so called nerd he catches the football that Chris Hemsworth throws and, and goes yes. off with him. Where and Chris Hemsworth is picks a, up a book and, and is his, chatting a bit. His, his, yeah, his character is actually really book smart, but it's just been dumbed down by the shit that they're giving him. Even like. That, it's also another really great thing it's when entrapment. Yeah, when when they uh, uh, dye uh, uh, the the blonde's hair. Oh, there's chemicals in that. Yeah, to there's chemicals. Make her dumber. Exactly, which, which is, is so funny with the it's, dumb blonde. It's funny and it's brilliant. Like that's mm. awesome. So like yeah, the, these people are just normal people. They've just been slightly altered to fit this ritual, mm. which is such good commentary. Oh, I'm man. not gonna lie. Also, another really great subversion of the trope is uh, apparently the nerds kind of hot. Mm, those books aren't the only thing you stack. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Um, real, real story. If you're in her position, do you just like you've been found? You know it's a, that you both know it's a two way mirror. Do you keep doing? Ooh. Oh, Cut I think. Away. That's an interesting, interesting point. If they know it's a two-way mirror, he might have been playing himself up to her. Yeah. Ooh, he is slot, and he didn't even look interested. So there's a game there that you could play. Ooh. Yeah. Now, normally, I wouldn't try to spy on people. No. I don't like doing that. If no. I wanted to see my crush naked, we're at a secluded cabin. What you do is have a couple drinks and. Go skinny Say, hey, dipping you or something. Go dipping? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or let's play strip poker. Exactly. Or something at least you know. At least ninety percent consensual. Like, we're, we're every, <laughs> how about that? Where everyone is actually involved, you know? Because yeah, it's just it's it's more fun that way. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, going every time they come back to this again. The first time I was watching this, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> like, uh, it's it just seems so strange you know and also also i really gotta hand it to these guys for like hiding the cameras and all the shit so well in this you know like because that shit's tough oh you yeah know? like I, i'm normally one to be uh, yeah right here is where they mention the the hair dye <laughs> oh that's so brilliant that would be a great reality show if you you set people up to think that they're on like Big Brother or something. Yeah. But then it's actually like a murder house type scenario. Oh, dude! Someone make that. Like a Big Brother meets Blair Witch Project. Dude. There was a show that aired. I don't remember if it was an Australian or a British reality TV show mm -hmm. where half of the members were real people and mm -hmm. half were actors. And they wanted to see which ridiculous sitcom situations that they could get in before people were clued into who was actors and who wasn't. Because mm -hmm. basically they told everyone, we're all on a reality TV show. Yes. But if you play it up like one person's murdering all the other contestants for the money, <laughs> you put them on a stranded island or something. Or on like a, like a, a secluded lake or something like a that. A sexy boat. 
Yeah, oh. Death Cruise. Ooh. Sexy Death Cruise. <laughs> yes. 10 out of 10. I watched the shit out of that. Hell yeah, dude. I'd be I'd be happy to be on that show. On, on Sexy Death Boat? <laughs> Until you die on Sexy Death Boat? Yeah. The viewers could vote in on who dies next. So that the most interesting Holy and popular characters shit. stay till the end. Dude, some... Uh, whoever's, and you win just by being interesting. Someone, whoever's listening, I, I really hope someone's listening and writing this down because this is an amazing idea. Just um, just send us like a small bonus. If for whatever, we'd only if you... thought of this back in like 2005 <laughs> when people still watched reality TV. Yeah, and it wasn't all just internet. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot about this bit. Where they just make fun of him on speakerphone. That's that's so funny because that's just a really great office prank, you know, that you oh, normally yeah. see. But I really do love how into his role he is. Because again, like... He's a method actor, Tim. <laughs> yes. And of course, it's not a cabin weekend without a nice swimming and she wore the swimsuit she said she wasn't gonna wear uh-huh sure because well, she's not as pure as as her role well she, to, well to be fair she, she's a good girl well to be fair like she's a little horny though. well to be fair like they gotta hold off on the titties till just the right moment for the ritual oh yeah so it's all cool um but interestingly enough this uh marty the stoner does not go into the the water and actually, uh, from what I read, that was actually for a practical reason. Uh, oh, yeah? yeah, dude. Like, as a matter of fact, uh, he, that actor is like super ripped. <laughs> you can't have too many hot guys. No, yeah, no. You no, already no. have the hot nerd. You can't exactly. have like, the hot fucking stoner. Yeah, we like. Well, we already subverted this. They've nerd all trope. gotta look like the guys from Workaholics. You gotta have the Adam Demant bot. <laughs> oh, it's also that, but um, you know, they also were like, uh, you know, if we we already subverted this this trope. Uh, we can't go too crazy. Also, um, it just takes away from his stoner role. Like, he constantly has to have those baggy roles. Otherwise, he just won't feel like it, you know? It, it's Because it, it's all in the wardrobe. Oh, I love Ronald the Intern. <laughs> Ronald the Intern is probably my favorite, like, bit character. Cause I would he's... <laughs> love to be an intern at, like, a fucking evil corporation. <laughs> like, with, like, Homer Simpson and that, like, one guy... <laughs> Scorpio or whatever. <laughs> yes, Hank Scorpio. Oh my god. Great boss. Dude, dude, I am so shocked that they never brought that character back. He should come back. He's literally the one bit character I would love to see. Really? Back. He gives his employees good benefits and treats them like people. If anything, he's a superhero. Yeah. If anything, <clears throat> I want to see Hank Scorpio like kill Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> and he you know what? I would be glad if he took over the world because he seems like Probably such a nice the best businessman totally but uh oh wow I, yeah okay, that's him <laughs> that's he doesn't he does not look ripped in this movie but that photo is yeah. okay yeah well it's the baggy clothes yeah <laughs> but okay this is another thing that i really love uh so these guys are literally gambling with the ritual to go right and whatnot so the titans don't take over and kill us all <laughs> but the fact that they actually have a pot going oh, yeah. like with gam like outright gambling it just adds like to the the this uh, quote the the mundanity with the extreme is just really funny and it also just ties into how you know 
uh, he it, like heathen and evil that this is, you know, because oh, yeah. in most cultures, gambling is looked down upon. Oh, but yeah. They are just openly doing. I think it the joke whatnot. isn't that gambling is a super dark thing to do, but it's just a super passe way to interpret an ancient ritual. It's yes. like treating it like fantasy football. Exactly. <laughs> Literally with these people's lives. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and it's just so like sociopathic and passe and like this is mundane to them it's watching people die is just kind of what they do yeah <laughs> got an intern that brings them coffee it's it's really fun i and, love the offices in just i had a story for a while about like just an office comedy that took place in a dystopia i'm just a sucker for kind of mundane reactions to extreme things <laughs> i think that's why i like edgar wright so much it's just yes the world ends and you're like well, i gotta get my beer though well, let's, let's just walk this this hangover off guys it's just yeah, it's fine it's just the apocalypse it's just the whatever. apocalypse whatever <laughs> and then of course uh teens just getting together having a fun time at night and of course they're gonna get super sexy this does feel like a like one of our dares. Oh, like yeah. when we just when we're just like drinking together and just like, I dare you to make out with the taxidermy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we do have like a thing where like, in like one of our card games where, you have to do a. You can go fake sexy if you want. You can go like campy and turn on the stripper and just, <laughs> just... Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> you have to do a tease. You have to do a dance. You have to do a dance. Dance. Dance for us. <laughs> oh, it's on the it's on the shot roulette. Is what it's on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, this is so it, you know what? I actually when I first watched this, I half expected this thing to like come to life. Oh yeah. Like almost. Um oh wow, she's going full tongue. Do you want rabies, bitch? Because that's how you get rabies. Actually, I I do remember reading that this What actually medically happens if you lick taxidermy? I don't know. I really don't, uh, especially in a dusty area like this. Yeah. Although to be well, fair, for the happen realistically is <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she no, but she has to live up the role. So yes. and she does. So yay for her. Yeah. Um, but she's but... doing it on a dare. Everyone's everyone's slutty when it's when it's dare time. <laughs> yeah. Everybody can be slutty for three minutes when they have like golden plated excuse to backpedal afterwards <laughs> like i'm not gonna do a strip tease but if a card says it i guess i have yeah. to yeah. and then when it's done oh no that wasn't me <laughs> that was the game thing that was totally just the game <laughs> but no actually from what i told just to get that dusty look on it oh, yeah. they actually coated it with sugar Oh, well, then I'd be licking the shit out of it. <laughs> I know, which is, I think, which just, I think, really, really did sell that yeah. shot, you know? And then, of course. That she was able to enjoy it. Yeah, boy. And then, and now, the ritual begins. Dare you to go in there. Dare you to go in the secret hole. Go, get in the, get in the hole underneath the cabin. The hell I will. I'm a virgin. <laughs> and I'm going to wait for that special someone. <laughs> Oh my god, that reminds me. This is so. Ro did you see the robot chicken sketch of this? No, no, I didn't. Wait, Ro robot chicken was still out when this was the thing. Oh, you kidding me? It's still going. Oh, it's still wow. Yeah, dude. You they're... only play old episodes, man. Oh man, I should yeah. play some more old and some newer ones. No, oh, yeah. there was like a five-minute skit in one episode where they literally parody this entire movie, and it's great. Oh, I love I love all the objects because each of them yes relates to a different. You've got the dollhouse, the spinning top, the old mask. 
you know what this feels like? This honestly feels like, you know, the prop people had so much fun just going to all the antique shops um, and just gathering shit and, you know, splicing other shit together to make it extra spooky and whatnot. Cause or I wonder if, if you're in a Hollywood or a filmmaking place, if there's just a prop lot where you're like, hey, can I go to the warehouse and just... I'm pretty sure that's also a case. Yeah. Because, yeah. honestly, that's like the best antique store you will ever do. Oh, yeah. And if you've got ins with different people and you're like, hey, you're keeping all the props for these seven movies. Can we just borrow them for like a for like a a day and a half worth of shooting? Yeah. And then put some random stuff in there. And so the audience can be like, huh? Yep. I wonder what this all is. My my only complaint about this scene is I wish it was slightly better lit just so you could have more Easter egg stuff. Yeah. Because Easter egg porn in a movie like this is should be kind of your go-to thing, you know? Yeah, and it wouldn't even be referential Easter eggs or, or gimmicky you need to know yeah. Easter eggs. It would just be, like, a lot of little details and on the... Stuff for you to, like, imagine, you know? Yeah. It's... I Another mean... random wedding dress. <laughs> oh, I love it. The conch. Yes. He had the, the conch, conch in his hand! I had the merman! <laughs> <laughs> This whole movie would have been cooler with a merman. The oh, random my... wedding dress also reminds me of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Mac would have put it on. He would have been possessed by the corpse bride. It would have been great. Oh, man, dude. Watching this again for the first, like, because it's been a while since I watched it. But, uh, like, looking at all these objects that they're playing with, like, half this shit comes back. Like, the ballerina. Oh, yeah. You remember that little monster thing? <laughs> So a lot of this shit does That's come like back. Pinheads or whatever. Uh, it's not quite. It's not quite. I mean, it. it well, I mean, he's not pinhead, but it, he, he looks like him. It's definitely like played off of you know the the, the pain lovers of, in Hellraiser and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, dude. Is which one is it gonna be? And she's. Oh, is she gonna? It, wait, nope. Oh my god, the suspense. Literally, you know what actually would have been kind of crazy? If yeah. they all just did it at once. Oh, no, and then you've got five different things. Holy shit. That that'd would be, have been even more shocking if they that. Survived. would have been scary, and also it would have been hilarious to watch uh, the pot just explode. Because, like, all these five people win, and you're just like, oh, we got to split the pot. This sucks. <laughs> this sucks. Like, it should have been just the one thing. If. You, you still give in to another temptation. Like, if someone's like, this diary's boring as fuck, I want to put on the wedding dress and shoot cars with my friend Charlie, I, uh, then that would still happen. I, yeah, because, like, they always say, uh, it's like whatever they touch first or whatever, but what if they did two things at the same time? Does two of them automatically go after them, or does one, like, is there, like, a, a well, drawing we're, or we're something? We're talking about like, the ancients. They probably know the difference between, like, microseconds. Probably, I guess. Unless but... you give in to multiple temptations in any way, you can unlock infinite attacks. I guess, but possibly it's it's weird. That's I, I think that's like one of the few things that the movie doesn't have a clause for. Oh yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, it doesn't need it. No. Not really. Like, no, it doesn't. Um, although I'm pretty... Too many movies are tempted to explain everything all the time to build up a solid lore. You yeah. don't need a solid lore. It, you... you need a solid story. Let people write fan fiction. Exactly. Because like... Like, often like when you write those things, you're basically writing a contract law. 
or like like a you're you're less uh writing a story and you're more of a lawyer writing a contract yeah it's like this is how our world works and we have to explain it because people don't have suspension of disbelief exactly Um, if your story's good, I'll suspend my disbelief. For oh, anything. dude, are you kidding me? If you manage to entertain me to levels, there you, are shit. There's some ridiculous, ridiculous bullshit, bullshit that I would buy. Oh yeah, totally, man. Oh yeah. Um, and of course the winners are redneck zombie family. Yes, the Buckners, <laughs> which I believe they were actually referenced by uh, Mordecai earlier in the movie. Like, don't go near the Buckner uh, cabin. Oh, I yeah. think that's. So I don't know if how he knew that those specifically would win, but then again, maybe he has ties to maintenance who always win. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Buckner's, ladies and gentlemen. I love this. <laughs> maintenance wins yet again. I love that, that that's a running gag with them. And, of course, Ronald the intern, the shot. Yes! Yay! <laughs> I love that! Clowns, reptilians, alien bees, okay, werewolves. So Kevin! See- Okay, just no, Kevin. No, okay, seriously, this is actually the point where I really, really wanted to talk, like, pause the movie and just Kevin? straight up talk. I'll get to that. <laughs> I really just want to talk about all the shit here because it's so funny, so funny amount the amount of stuff like unicorn, unicorn, alien beast, witches, sexy witches, <laughs> which by the way I know is a Buffy reference. Oh, that's yeah. got to be a Buffy reference. But I do love the nonsensical just Kevin. Kevin. However, now this might spoil your your uh, view of it, but I'm going to just find out what it actually was referencing. Oh yeah. But I will say before I mention what it is, I love the fact that it's not explained and it's just nonsense. Oh yeah. I love the fact because shit that you don't explain can be funny. Oh yeah. Be way funnier than any answer that you have to give. Oh yeah. Um, And especially when it's in the background of a shot, it's just yes. You're just like, the fuck? <laughs> but, and it is funnier when I don't know. Because you're supposed to see parts of the board. You're not supposed to be able to read the whole board. Exactly. But apparently, Kevin is actually based off of um, uh, Elijah Wood's character in Sin City. Oh! Yeah. Just like a really nice, quiet guy until he brings you home and butchers you. And oh. just... And just is wait—is that the one from the first comic? I didn't—I didn't see the movie. Uh, well, Elijah Wood plays uh, the assassin that kills Goldie, mm-hmm. uh, the one that you know Marv, despite torturing and dismembering him, yeah, refuses to scream or even blink. Oh, I remember him from the comic. Yeah. Uh, also, I love getting to see different small parodies of different countries types of yes, horror movies the, in the background. Would you believe that? Because they, we do see like the uh, the big monster movie from like this like the kaiju movie from like. Well, I think it's a it's a low budget monster movie from South America. Oh, right um, on. The uh, you do the kind of more traditional ghost classroom type thing for the Japanese. Yes, in this one. I actually really. It, can you believe that the studio really wanted to drop that pl- subplot? I'm so glad they didn't because it really opens up the. No, we're not just making fun of slash. Yes, we're primarily making fun of slashers, but really we're all reaching a to a lot horror. of horror kind exactly. of falls into the same trope. Exactly, because mm-hmm. it's again where you think it's just slasher, but it just opens the books to all the horror, mm-hmm. and it's great. Oh yeah. Um, and damn, she is. Really and it's, it's a really funny gag later on when, like, the six-year-old Japanese girl yes. befriend the guy. Fuck goes. you! <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you! <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I remember the last Japanese horror I watched. I watched School Live. 
I like in the end when the high schoolers survive the zombie apocalypse, they go, well, there are two safe locations, and one of them's an office building, and one of them's college. Uh-huh. And it's a metaphor. It's like, so do we go to work, or do we go to college? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you guys are all cute. I'm glad you lived. <laughs> Love you all. Yes. My babies. Babies. Oh, they're going to go outside and make some babies. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just in the dirt. You rented a cabin. Right. Your uh, friends can turn on some music. Right. Just, like, go in the other room and go to town. Friday the 13th. Do you want a yeast infection on top of your rabies, bitch? Mm. <laughs> no. 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 But what I really do love here is the, uh, the, the stoner guy, uh, Marty the stoner. I love how him. I love how he, love how, how he is, um, because he's stoned, he's starting to pick up on what's happening. Yeah. I because lo- honestly, like I think a uh, sausage party did kind of the same thing, where the guys that just take all the drugs are the ones that know the most shit that's going on and break the fourth wall. It's and- because the shit is so weird that if you were s- sober, you'd be like, "Oh, nah." It's nah, but when you're stoned, it's just like this shit's weird. Mm-hmm. And because I really love the fact that he's, to- even though he's totally just like baked. He is the one with the most sense and the most clear thinking, you know? Oh, yeah. And that's not because it's perfect for his character, but also it's another really great way to pick apart all the weird tropes, you know? Oh, yeah. Good shit. (laughs) And even at the beginning, he was like, the voices of the ancients. (laughs) We are not who we are. It's it's like he knows, man. (laughs) You know, Mr. Wolf? I'm going to go read a book with pictures. (laughs) Stuff to say when you're high. I'm going to go read a book with And now pictures. he's got glasses on, too. Yes, yes. He I ha- mean, I assume realistically it's because it's at late night and he's reading. Yeah. That he but... might just need them for reading, but it's another play up on yeah. them making him more. The, the geek, the nerd, the scholar. Maybe I... they failed by not making Marty the scholar, because Marty is the smartest. So maybe since they chose the wrong roles, that's why their ritual went wrong. That might be it. Maybe. Although maybe he doesn't, uh, maybe uh, uh uh what's his, what's his name, um, uh, uh Holden. Holden, uh maybe it's because he's just doesn't have a history with drugs. They decided oh, yeah. not to go with him. Like Marty has a little bit of a history. Let's play that up. Yeah. You know, like let's go crazy with that. Um, and then of course this is where things get really, really crazy. Oh, oh I got beer on your shirt. Looks like it'll have to come off, I will huh? never bang anybody in the woods. That's a no on my list. Yeah. I, w- I once used a, a an outhouse, and there was a spider in there. <laughs> yeah. I'm not taking my clothes off in a forest. Mm-hmm. Never happening. Maybe in an open field, but not like un- in like... Oh, yeah, an woods. open field, yes. Or even... Oh, I... <laughs> reaction with the audience but the woods at night is how you get spider vagina yeah and i don't want that no nobody wants that (laughs) i really love the 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 audience reaction he's like no not here and everyone's just like (laughs) oh they're like all right everyone get lost like your your basic human needs disgust me (laughs) (laughs) pheromone oh shit like, not only does it add visually to the atmosphere, but it also perfectly affects the moods. Like, oh, yeah. That's some good shit. Like, all this sh- uh, shit that they're doing, not just, like, the, you know, the uh, the people in the control room, but the filmmakers, all of this stuff that they're doing is doing double duty. Oh, you yeah. You know? That's, 
that's when you know uh, the the film is really good because when you're constantly doing double duty, that's tough. Like, oh, yeah. I th- only think because uh, we mentioned Edgar Wright does that constantly. Oh yeah, where everything's moving the plot forward, everything is it's going on, or it's just a joke. Yeah, or it's a joke, <laughs> but everything has intention. There's no filler. Yes, no yeah. filler, and almost everything is pulling double duty. Yes. So, and that's also what this movie's doing. That half the jokes are foreshadowing. Yep. Oh, I really love this. Does it? Does it really matter if we see your tits? No. <laughs> Gotta <What>? keep customer. <laughs> <laughs> Do the agents just want to see boobies? I think so. Yeah, like yeah. they they have basic needs too. <laughs> but it's yes. almost a play on how, uh, like, the, I'm sorry, I'm distracted by watching. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> how the old '80s movies got have like one good tit shot. Gotta have tits, otherwise, like, who's gonna watch it, right? Mm-hmm. We gotta. Ha- <laughs> I love that reaction shot. They're that... so bored of cunnilingus. No, they're just they're just watching like. It's it's like when two uh, just completely sober friends decide let's watch porn together, and they're just like sitting there awkwardly. <laughs> I mean, you can't get into it, <laughs> not in front of your buddy. And then of course, then there hey! they are. Woo! Wait, <laughs> <laughs> just score. <laughs> the ancients are pleased with your boobies. Yeah. And apparently, oh, and actually, apparently, like, that was the hardest scene for the uh, uh, Drew Goddard, the director, to do. Yeah. Because he's, like, super Catholic. Uh. And he's just like, this is really embarrassing, this is really embarrassing. And she's, and apparently, uh, uh, and <gasps> she's just like, oh, shit, we got our first kill. <laughs> she, But she, yeah, well, she's like, I'm cool. Like, you, this is, this is fine, man. Like, it's professional shit. Like, I don't feel violated. There's this a is, whole crew around me. This is fine. Like. I will. I, tits for art, people. Yeah. Tits for art. <laughs> tits for fun. Tits for a joke. Like why yes, not? Yes. Why not, dude? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, dude. He. Do you see how that thing was deep, man? Oh yeah. You see how much blood's on it. Oh yeah. I do love that shot. Just. Oh, the bear trap. Yep. Gotta love it. Oh shit. <laughs> He's gonna get fucked up. Oh man. Someone get this boy a hammer. <laughs> Seriously, get the oh Jesus! That... I want my friend Chris to be in the Avengers movie. She <laughs> sucks at fighting. <laughs> he sucks at fighting, Josh. Not allowed in. Just, no, just wait. He's like one of the ones that really are gonna be survive to survive. Like he's got the weight for it. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> oh damn! Oh God, it's all rusty too. Right. Again, like, like at least get me like a uh, a sharp saw. Ooh. Oh, and one down. Just doing my job. Yep. Good job so far. Is that part of the ritual? I th- no, that definitely is. Like the uh, the the the, the cult like saying yeah. chant thing that they do yeah, before they pull the lever to spill the blood into the first victim mm-hmm. although you know what's an interesting thing what the black guy is not the first one to go well, yeah i That's... was gonna make that joke but i've made two racial jokes <laughs> this podcast is over i was gonna say uh holden gets to live because he looks like he's only half black so <laughs> well he could he doesn't die first yeah he can die later mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i guess i guess the, the uh <clears throat> 
the uh, the the ancients don't see color, Tim. <laughs> they uh, only see the the JoJo opening. <laughs> <laughs> no, the ending it scene. is the JoJo opening. It's the, it's the JoJo ending. <laughs> <laughs> Roundabout search playing. <laughs> but no, but no, dude. Like, uh, shit. What was I gonna say? <laughs> that was, I'm sorry. That was. Really... <laughs> Something about Holden. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, no, it's like the, the, no. The reason I think the whole reason why you know uh, the the quote slut has to die first yeah. is because she's clearly the most sinful. Oh, so she must be first blood. Oh, you know? also, so, murder with your tits out just looks cool. You remember Silent Night, Deadly Night, where they put the girl just topless on the reindeer antlers? Yeah, like that's just a cool death. That was cool. Tit deaths are, are cool. Yes, they are. <laughs> It's it's the scary. only slasher movie I've ever seen is a Christmas one. That's you know weird. what? Because honestly, that's that's exactly what it's all three things that you know these kinds of movies have, and it's all in one frame: sex, violence, humor. Oh yeah, that's great. I love it. I love it. And of course, oh dude, come on, give in, do it. He's so hot. Do it. He put on glasses and a button up, so he lost like two points. He went from <laughs> ten to an eight. So she's not sure. Yep. He's got a husband bulge. <laughs> Dude, come on, man. Like, just give the man a chance. Especially her. Look, if all your friends are hooking up and you're being a fifth wheel. Good point. Like, you're allowed to cock block a little. That's actually if a fair point. If they're in the room. Although, to be fair, he seems a lot more interested in the all the weirdness shit that's going on. Oh, yeah. You know? He, he hits it. That's why I like him. Oh, shit. He's a wise fool. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Look out behind you. It's going to get you. Oh, no. What's that sneaking in the darkness there? Dude, don't don't be stopping to take a piss, man. This is not. No. This is neither the time nor the place. Oh, shit. <laughs> Stop, or they'll give you a reason to piss yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually totally like um yeah. inspired by john carpenter <laughs> that's totally inspired by to john carpenter yeah like because he really in the first halloween he just really knew how to put shit in the background and out of focus and coming out of shadows and playing with shadows and that shit oh I love so that. that's definitely homage to that and of course you know you also get a jump scare because oh, yeah. it's not a cheap ass you know a scary movie without a cheap ass jump scare. I love shadow stuff. That's why I think like the original like web series that introduced the Slender Man did so well. Yeah, it's because he really did look like every tree, mm -hmm. and he showed up in the background sometimes. Yep, but not all the time. And so you always were like squinting at trees and stuff, all close to your monitor when and he jumped out at you. Know? Super paranoid about every little thing that goes. Oh, just that pausing moves. it. Oh, oh my shit. God. Shit! Oh, no. Dude, not cool. <laughs> oh, and I really get him out. Get him out. <laughs> Dude, seriously, help! We might be we we might be three buff guys, but we still need some help because this guy is jacked, man. Oh man! Oh shit! Zombie! Oh. <laughs> I also really love, wonder what the actual zombies are like because I know we have this is a zombie redneck torture family. Yeah. But not just plain zombies. Yeah, I think zombies would be your traditional horde of mindless dead, where these were like a 
Like they, these are like ghouls where they have like sentience and and uh. It's as if uh, it's as if Leatherface and uh fucked a fucked a zombie. Oh yeah. That's that's totally well, it's, what it it's is. It's like uh every third episode of Supernatural is is what these guys are like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I really love this. They actually have to alter his mind in order to. Wait, how split did they up. make him dumb? Well, they they uh they pumped a like some uh. Uh, some gas into his face, like through the cabin. Oh, and it made him dumb. Yeah, and then he's immediately like, like "No, we let's, should, let's we should sw- split up." Yeah, because that's that's definitely a thing. And I also love how this uh, Marty's just like, "Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this is stupid. That's a stupid idea." <laughs> we just stand back to back in the center of the room, holding knives. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that that's another thing that I just re- was reminded of. Um. So another, you know, obviously cabin in the woods thing is uh, the Evil Dead. Yeah. Um, yes. Which, by the way, I saw Evil Dead way too late. I saw it when I was like twenty four or something crazy like that. When I should have probably seen it when I was like fourteen. Oh yeah. That's a movie you need to see when you're like fourteen, thirteen, because otherwise you don't get inspired the same way. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. So but, you already uh, know of all this other stuff. But, but. if you look down the uh, the, the board. Angry molesting tree was a thing. Ah! <laughs> That's I and actually I saw this movie before I saw Evil Dead, so I thought just angry molesting tree was just some random joke and not actually. A reference. I thought that Josh Whedon got a hold of my uh, Pornhub search history. <laughs> well, actually, I'm pretty sure it'd be more like tentacles. It's usually a little more like Samus Aran or something. Oh, dude, like that. reality! T- he's on a reality. He thinks he's on a reality TV show. <laughs> But no, like, if, I'm surprised someone didn't watch this and already and be like, no, dude, this would be a great reality, reality TV, TV show, show, you know? Like, just You have a... to tell them they're on reality TV if you're going to be really cruel with them, but you can lie about what sort of reality TV show that it is. Yep. Especially if you weave sneaky things <laughs> into the contract. I love how he uses the bong as, like, a sword. I love it. <laughs> it's great, dude. Now, is, is it functional not only as a coffee mug and a bong, but as a self-defense weapon? I would, I wish. Like, not, see, now that needs to be a, uh, that needs to be a three-way, like, weapon thing. That needs to be, like, home shot. Shopping Network, 3 a.m. Hell yes, You're actually dude. stoned. You're watching that. Oh, shit. He is getting dragged. He is quite literally getting dragged to hell. Oh, man. <laughs> With a knife in his back. Ooh, Jesus. Bye, that is- Marty. Oh, did he see that blood? Oh, yeah, just flew yep. up. Oh, we have, a, we have a guest. Our studio cat is in. Oh, hello. A black cat. Well, that's is not that- spoopy at all. <laughs> oh, she's so talkative. Oh shit! <laughs> Looks like the uh, the the Titans downstairs are getting some, are having some fun, good times there. Oh yeah, they're enjoying the show. Oh, just like yeah, have a good time. <laughs> Blood, tits, humor. <laughs> Wait, the Titans the are all fifteen or? <laughs> <laughs> They're all it just like you did before, just like you did before. I want to see it exactly the same. You tried something experimental in '98. I don't like it. <laughs> you tried something experimental and I didn't like it. Make Stacy die <laughs> T- before you take out her tits. Ah. Virgin is either way. We, we don't care. We, we don't care. Tits. <laughs> 
it really is kind of telling how we really are be, have become the gods oh like yeah that. and like, it does it kind of makes you as the audience when they say uh gotta give the audience what they want yep. is they canonically are talking about the titans but realistically they're talking to you yep and that's that's just some great that's some great commentary <laughs> and of course okay so this is this is what kind of bugged me at least upon uh, it didn't bug me on the second uh, the first viewing because you know i'm still trying to figure shit out as things go along but like in subsequent viewings this kind of bothered me uh because didn't they already go into a basement where a bunch of shit is yeah, but it's so controlled. Like, haven't you heard of a set change? Like, haven't you ever done theater? I, you know what? A, a bunch of professionals could swap out whatever's in the basement for whichever one of these scenarios that's happened. That's probably what it is. You know, like, it's just another, like, it is the same basement, but they literally just, you know, swapped it out. Literally, like, the boxes that we see later. They just yeah. swap it out. Oh, um, yeah. That, oh, man, that'd be really cool. Oh, shit. Oh, Ooh. back in the... Always with the uh, the 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 bear the bear trap, man. Have you ever played uh, the game Until Dawn? No. Okay, so it's like one of those the the trend of like cinematic video games where they get like real actors and motion capped and and it's not a lot of like real heavy gameplay, but mostly just decision making. Mm -hmm. But it's set up like your traditional slashers with about like eight characters that you get to know, and you have to make all of their choices. Oh and shit! And sometimes in this game. You just, you'll be like, they'll be like, do you follow the voice or do you not follow the voice? And I've watched people, like, follow the voice and get their head ripped off. And I'm like, um, bitch, didn't you remember that 16 hours ago they read in a book that Wendigos can copy people's voices? You're such a stupid bitch. <laughs> oh, that's another really great But role. it's great because every time you die, you know you deserved it so bad. That's another little quip that I really loved, uh, where they're like, "Remember, you remember when we just tossed a virgin into the good old days where we just tossed a virgin into a, a volcano or something? How old do you think I am, dude? <laughs> you got to make her suffer first. Yes. You have to emotionally sacrifice her before we can bring back the pillar men. Marty, no. <laughs> and yeah, this is the point where you're just like, you know what? Yep, fuck it, we're out of here. We are getting the fuck out of here. Just, r oh, shit. Oh. Bloody handprint. Okay, yes. Yes. The Japanese. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and their cute little song. And they're holding hands, and it's all wonderful. And it, the, the ghost is very, very reminiscent of the ring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, this cute thing. It's so adorable. Little froggy. <laughs> <laughs> he <was> defeated <laughs> in the happy frog yay! yay and then of course everyone back there is just like boo <laughs> this reaction is perfect great schoolers <laughs> <laughs> I love his reaction that's so great Japan has a perfect record too <laughs> They should have, come on, man, you had this in the bag. How hard is it to kill nine-year-olds? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I love the line, you want a good product, you gotta buy American. <laughs> Which, to be fair, is kind of true. Like, if you want really good entertainment, you do go to America. Oh, yeah. We kind of are, like, the world's, like, greatest place for entertainment industry. Fine, fine product yeah yeah, yeah. we kind of are sometimes we get somebody from canada or britain to come come in and mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, that's not to say like internet. It's not to say that international stuff is great. It's just because you know um, American uh, entertainment is so heavily marketed and distributed. Yeah. Um, we kind of really are the forerunt, mostly because. We just have the money. But if you ever want to watch something that's not exactly the same as all the other great ones, mm-hmm. it's nice to it's nice to look around. Yeah, dude. You know, if you don't want to see something like even just watching a cop procedural from another country, yeah, is how much different is a cop procedural in a country where uh, the government can put cameras wherever they want, but nobody can have guns. Yeah, yeah. If you watch a, a Korean cop movie. It takes about five minutes to find out exactly who the criminal is, and then it's like thirty-five minutes of them chasing him and doing martial arts. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, uh, it's not even a mystery. It's just a really cool lawyer kicking guys. There is an it's awesome. There is an entire class to be discussed about the comparisons between Martin Scorsese's *The Departed* and the film that inspired it, *Infernal Affairs*, from. Uh, uh, I believe it was uh, Hong Kong. Hong Kong? Yeah. Oh, great movie. I believe it was Hong Kong. Yeah. I could be wrong. And, and we can argue about, like, who's the best. But if you only watch American movies, you're missing out on just a oh, completely dude, just... different approach. It's just refreshing. Yes, exactly. And just... that's what I, I usually go for, like, comfort TV, just because it can still be cliche, but it's another country's cliche. Yes, exactly. And, and it it's takes fresh. you for surprise. It's like, fresh that way, yeah. you know? God, I really wish. So that's what it was. Is is I was very recently addicted to uh, Korean cop shows, just, <laughs> just because they were different. Yeah, man. And of course, it's always fun to watch the uh, the really shitty American adaptations that Japan did, like Supaida Man. Supaida Man. That was such a dumb I like show. The, uh, and I the, love the, it. The Bollywood adaptations. Yes. Because uh, they they have what uh, they call like a the masala mix, you know, like the spice where everything goes in. Yes. Where since their entertainment industry is still booming, they will throw all the action, all the humor, all the romance, everything. Yep. Into this, just it's it's so fast paced and it's so fun. Uh yeah, I mean I see, yeah. I actually remember seeing a uh, a Bollywood uh, superhero movie. Did you see the the Superman where he dances? I don't think so, but I did see an original. I've seen an original superhero movie where I can only describe it as gourmet, go- like a, a giant boiling pot of gourmet uh, nacho cheese. Oh my god! It's awesome! It's awesome! I, oh, I'm gonna have well, to. You know that they melted down real cheese at a proper temperature and probably like poured some herbs into no, it. No, it's. But you're going to take a giant chip. And put that in your mouth. No, it's really shitty cheese, but fucking, it's just a giant barrel of cheese, and I love every you moment of gourmet. it. You said gourmet. I was thinking of an elevated take on nachos, and I was digging it. I'll have I to was sh- in my fantasy I'll ha- world. I'll have to show it to you sometime and I'll let you come to nachos with good cheese on them. I'll, I'll have to show it to you sometime to let you know whether or not it was gourmet or not. Oh, yeah. Because um, that was a fun day. But anyway, <laughs> you think about Sorry, the I'm, cabin in the woods. As I'm thinking about white cheddar jalapeno. Yes. A little bit of tequila in the mix. Dude. That's where my brain is right now. I think About I, Chris Hemsworth. Yes. And this is the part. It's my white cheddar. <laughs> with the well, spice. Oh, with the wall. Bam. Oh, my God. <laughs> your, your white cheddar just got shredded, dude. Oh, <laughs> implying he wasn't already shredded. Ah, damn it. We are going to hell for these puns. So are all of them. but yeah dude that was a crazy just because i honestly thought he was gonna make the jump yeah totally like but he didn't 
Marty was right. Holy shit, the crazy stoner was right, man. <laughs> crazy stoners were right the whole time. That's the moral of this movie. Crazy stoners, you are the shepherds of knowledge. Yes. <laughs> Share with us your wisdom. Yes, please. I'll be the round of we're gonna have to hit the new york subway a lot more often (laughs) oh gosh maybe that woman at the newark train station was right maybe she was the prophet muhammad and the real like way to achieve heaven was by buying crack from her the whole time dude i should have bought crack from that woman in newark (laughs) i missed my chance oh well shoulda coulda woulda shoulda coulda woulda yep but uh Oh, these guys are really trying to survive the night, but it's just not gonna work, is it? Nah. Nope. We're 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 all gonna die. We're all gonna die. And of course, this is even watching the movie for the first time. I knew, like, all right, where's the jump scare? Like, all all all, all the others. It's been a calm all, enough. Like, look. Moment. All, well, yeah. Well, it's been calm enough, and all. Yep, there it is. There oh, it yeah. is. And you always know when it's a good filmmaker, and they start doing like those really confined shot reverse shots. Yep. Yep, because I'm like, I'm like, because well, all the other contestants are dead. Yeah. So it's just like, all right, who's next? Who's like, next? just, just like, okay, we got a banter, so it's gonna happen in three, Not two, Dana. one, and there it is. <clears throat> oh shit, she's got to get out. And the end, let's not forget. You should have watched Mythbusters. Yeah. They know how to do this. Dude, that was a great episode. That saved real life. Yes, it did. Yeah, but I, I, um, I really miss early Mythbusters where they actually focused on, like, you know, myths and, and things that people, like, false knowledge people spread to each other. Yes. And then it became, let's test this from this movie, which was cool at first, but... Got stale. They actually got me jaded to blowing up cars. <laughs> at a certain point, you can only blow up so many cars. Yeah. It'd be cool for them to come back now that there's all, so much... They are. Di- good. Cause they kind of are. There's so many DIY hacks and bad diet tips out there. Is I want them to go back to the science and I, and actually help people. I I know that Adam Savage is coming back with uh, MythBusters Junior. Um, oh, that's cute. And he's also doing his own show called uh, Adam or uh, Savage Builds. Okay. And I believe the very first episode was him making, I shit you not, a fully functional bulletproof flying Iron Man suit. Flying. Yes, it actually flies. Hovers. No, flies. Flies. Like it, it hovers and flies. That's. And it's bulletproof. That's. He didn't actually wear it for the flight test, but he did wear it uh, around. Like obviously, it's a little bit too dangerous to get actually shot at. But they have. Oh proven... yeah, like you, you can't shoot it while you're on it in the air. That's just no. too much stuff. But the material's bulletproof. Yes. And it can fly. Yes. Yes. It's dope, oh, dude. Man. And he's just continuing to make more stuff. I, he, I'm a huge fan of Adam oh, Savage. I, I love him. Great. I guy. just do think that uh, it'd be useless, uh, not useless, very useful, right now to have. Uh, since we've gotten new myths and new just bad tips. Yeah. Going around. It'd be nice to revitalize that old that old flame. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I want to know if, if lemon juice will actually blonde my hair. Or then <laughs> I want to know whether you can make the jump from Smokey and the Bandit. Yes. Like, one of them actually affects my life, and yes. I want to see some, some just geeks try. Yes. Dumbass shit. I really do love the music drop when she starts getting, like, just maimed. Yeah. 
Like, it's just so, like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> you actually almost expect the credits to roll. Oh, yeah. Which, it for them, it's basically, this is the, cre- the credit sequence to them. Oh, like, yeah. Like, just her getting... Does it not matter her. whether or not she dies as long as she suffers? Yeah. Just, because yeah. honestly, like, you could actually literally just have the credit scroll as she's getting her ass beat <laughs> for, like, the next five minutes. <laughs> Which would be really sadistic, but also kind of weirdly funny. If yeah. that were a real movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, if you just like have an excessive, like, just violent on it, scene with, you're just like, go is, lucky, mi- and just hold a- on it, and hold just, on real violence, and you're just like, is this excessive or is this supposed to be funny? Oh, like, yeah. I would love that question. <laughs> but uh, I also really love how he's like, I just wish it would have been a merman. You know, <laughs> he had the conch in his hand, man. He had the conch. Like, I had maybe next year. <laughs> maybe next year. <laughs> And of course, the the way that it comes back is so funny. Oh, I love it. The way everything comes back, and if yes. you pay attention in the scene before. Yes. Oh shit. Oh shit. Something's wrong. Turn off the fucking music, man. Upstairs is calling. Uh. Oh no. Yep. He is going to get some words. When the big red phone rings, you're fucked. Yeah. No one wants to take that call. No one. Except the Powerpuff Girls. Or Batman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have a big red phone that only calls the mayor? Yeah. Classic. <laughs> Classic Batman. Yeah. Yep. But this, in an office situation, though? Oh, fuck no. Oh, fuck no. No. And, of course, we're finding out, wait, what, like, what are they worried about? What's going on? What is going to happen? And, of course, you know, uh, it turns out someone's here to save the day and fuck up all the, 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 the ritual mojo that's going on. Uh, just wait for it. It's Who's coming. Our hero? It, 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 he's coming, I swear. Like, to I know I'm building, I'm building it up, but it's just... This is a tense scene. It is. Oh, shit. And at One, the last minute... Two. It's the phone! Yeah! <laughs> and this is the one scene where he's so good. You can tell how ripped he is underneath that. Yes! Habit. You can I... see his shoulder blades. Yep. Like... Die already, motherfucker! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> I love him. I love him. He's the best. Yes. But it's kind of amazing that he got away from all that. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, although I think... Uh, they explain how he does it, right? N- no? No, they just, they're just like... I I think it was uh, akin to be like I just kind of went in panic mode and I don't know what quite happened but there there I just ripped this girl apart into pieces. Oh, so so he got out because he, his, they his fu- sent patients, the one armed child, after him, and, and, and his fu- well that and his fight or flight kind of kicked in. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, and of course he discovered literally, literally the one place. Where uh, they can actually hide, because uh, I believe uh, this was like a just a weird alternate cellar or whatnot, and this is where. Oh, yep, there he is. <laughs> I actually love his reaction. I had to dismember that guy with a trowel. Just like this is this is all really crazy. <sighs> very bad. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, like the guy in uh, 
and Cooties, who's high the whole time. Yes. He's just watching everybody die, and he's like, hey, so I'm on some really strong medication right now, <laughs> yeah. but the children might be eating Mr. <laughs> Peters. <laughs> That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, he's got the... He, so, apparently Marty's really smart. He can hotwire an el- like a high-tech elevator. Oh, yeah, that's because he can tie and watch his Mythbusters. That's <laughs> that's probably what it is. Yeah, that's he, why they survive. I mean, well, also, to be fair, again, he is the one guy within the group that actually knows what the fuck is going on, even though he doesn't quite know. He probably know. built that bong. He probably invented the coffee mug bong. You know. He's probably an engineering genius. I can actually see that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, honestly, if, if if that was, like, readily available to buy on the market, like, at least three, four, like, uh, there would be, you'd know someone who'd have one. Oh, yeah. You know? you'd Even if it was, like, a crazy, ridiculously expensive thing, you know someone would be willing to drop the kind of cash for that. Yeah. Um. But the fact that he made it makes it a little bit more compelling. That's can- that head cannon's luck. Head cannon. Now. If you yep. can, if you can hotwire an elevator, you can use your engineering skill for uh, for greenness. For yes, for a a dual coffee cup bong. Yeah. That's dually functional. <laughs> See now he now that gives a hint of smoky flavor, a new meaning. It's too bad he. You know, it's too bad everyone, literally everyone, dies at the end of this movie. Yeah. Because. You know if he had survived and could get, live on to do this, he would totally make a sword out of that thing, too. Oh, yeah. He would be, like, he he would be Batman's armor, <laughs> you know, at that point. I really do love the, the shot where it comes out. Oh, shit, Ooh. yep. Oh, dude, I Isn't forgot. That's a good jump scare. Yes. It's, it, it, there are good jump scares in movies. There are cheap ones. Uh, you know what? Actually, and you it know, it all what? correlates with the board. If you've seen hints from that, and with the basement, you Actually, can make these connections. That you know are what? Just fun. You know what makes the fake outs particularly cheap? When it's a fake out. Oh yeah, when it's like a cat or some. At bullshit. least in this movie, they're never fake outs. Yeah. You know, like they're genuine. Even when it, the closest they came to a, a fake out was when Chris Hemsworth scared uh, Marty. Yeah. Like, but even then, he was like super distressed, and that's like panic mode and like enticing the uh, the 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 horror action and whatnot oh it's the ballerina yep where she's starting to realize this shit was in the basement yeah this we chose this to happen we brought this upon ourselves oh that's such a great design i love her dude i wonder if that's actually I wonder if that's like actually a, a a practical head. It might be because it looks so flat when she tilts it. Yeah. That it it doesn't look like a hole. It looks like. It, it looks like prosthetic, you mm-hmm. know. No, but even so, like the fact that they got it to move and animate, like you can tell they got some small wires in there and whatnot. Um, that's some really cool engineering. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's not Pinhead. Uh, I guess we'll call him Sawblade. Sawhead. Man. Sawhead, I guess. Saw, saw man. Well, we can't call him Jigsaw because that's already copyright. No. <laughs> no, he's circular sawhead. Yeah, I also really love how they dilated his pupils. Mm-hmm. That just adds another dimension to him. Because if you notice, he never blinks. Oh yeah. That's because I know that's like a that's definitely something that, like, 
He's not, almost got a calming presence to him. Yes. Like, since they didn't anger him in any way, I mm-hmm. don't. I think out of all the monsters, he doesn't want to kill them unless they do something. They, yeah. Uh, but, the, well, I mean, just like the whole not blinking thing, that yeah. trope, I always feel like Kubrick did that best with uh, Oh, speaking of Kubrick. Oh, shit, the twins. The twins. Yes. The twins. This is where we see all of the shit. This, see, this is where the budget of the movie went, right yeah, there. Yeah, this is that one scene. Just to that one shot. <laughs> God, I really can. Can you imagine just like all the shit that they were writing down for oh, this yeah. movie? Like that must have been so much fun. But uh, now they're like, oh shit, they found our our our, uh, our zoo. Oh, <laughs> since he's high, all the shit doesn't work on. Yeah, him. yeah, because because the weed actually prevented it, which is so, so smart. How all of these uh, pieces fit into create the conflict and entice the action and to give payoffs to the audience. And it's there's so a good. reason for, for everything that needs a reason. Yes. Love it. And I really do love the transitional shot of going into the monitor and whatnot. Um, but now here's where the fun really begins. <laughs> Wait for it. Zombie. <laughs> Because they can't just kill them. They have to they have to die by one of the monsters. They have to die of their own, yep. kind of. Yep. That guard was taken out pretty quick. Although, to be fair, since Marty is a lot more jacked than he's let on, I guess I guess he could, you know, just, like, slam him so hard against the wall that he bleeds. <laughs> Pick your nose. Pick your yeah. nose. It's because of it, dude. Ah! <laughs> Every dism- uh I think, actually, uh, yeah, every... Every dismembered hand winds up uh, being it, or it, no, that's not that's not cousin it from the Adams family. Uh, what's what's the dismembered hand from Adams the family? The thing. The thing. Yes. Cousin it's the the hairy. Yes. One. I'm, yeah. You're right. I always get those two mixed up. I don't know why. I'm mm-hmm. I'm terrible. They just adopt lost hands and love them. Yes. Although apparently they get them from uh, uh, the Star Wars trilogies. Ah! <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that joke was from Mark Hamill, so I can't claim that one. <laughs> and now we have a uh, a mysterious uh, voice, uh, authoritarian voice over the intercom. Ooh. We don't quite know who it is, but we will eventually, and it's awesome. <laughs> it's so awesome. But I really, do, uh, but uh, I, I really do love how a lot of it is just kind of played in in terms of choice that sort of thing you oh, know yeah. well that's why i immediately thought of like until dawn is i i want a video game version of this which is just a kind of click and choose yeah. kind of with different endings and different yep. deaths oh the the purge button <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yes let them all out this is so great and our yeah it's oh man see that's another thing where i love trying to pause the movie uh, the, the, uh, it was between this moment, uh, the moment where you saw the whiteboard with all mm-hmm. the creatures, and it's this bit right here where I kind of want to pause and just, like, look at all the stuff because there's so much oh, going on. Oh, you always capture new ones, and you always go, oh, that's what they meant by yeah. this and that, and oh, that was probably this person's thing in and the well, basement. Oh, this is a really cool inspiration. And then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> <laughs> Trees. Yes, the, the cobra. Trees. We got a demon. Oh my god, the blood. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We did blood. <laughs> oh my god. 
god, they're so much fun. And then of course the the the, the alarm and the red lights. Jesus oh, Christ. Holy shit. Now this is this is what I thought was probably the funniest shot in the movie because of how crazy it was. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> that just so these adds... are actually just the zombie zombies. I, I think. think so, yeah. But dude, just the it's so excessive insane amount of gore. But I just love the intestine how the, the perfect timing of the intestine. Oh, but I love it. I, was that a xenomorph? It looked like a like it an homage did. to the face hugger. And then of course we have the strangers, um, crazy ghosts, killer clowns. It's just madness. The cobra or the basilisk, it. I think. It just keeps getting bigger. Oh my god, I love it. The, the, uh, I still want to know what the uh, the the insane doctor or no the uh, uh the 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 crazy um tool machine. Oh the yeah, killer to- the killer tool like killer tool machine. Um, but oh, look at this one. I love the how it steps in with a Dutch tilt. Oh, what security yeah. camera is going to have a Dutch tilt? Angle. A security camera that's already been hit by another monster yeah. and kind of is off its axis. Love but... it, dude. It's so good. <laughs> I bet all those angles were set up to do just... They, they were literally there. Some ju- sort of homage or exactly. gag. Or... Just, and, of course, the clown. <laughs> <laughs> And I also really love uh, what was it? This upcoming line, something scary, <laughs> with the clown in the background. Yeah. Oh, it's so scary! I love it. Oh God! Jesus Christ, dude! That is the oh shit! That vampire bat. That is a big ass vampire bat. Yeah. Jesus. Oh God! In the <laughs> opening, I hate right? those, like the mouths that do that, like Ugh. the Silent Hill mouths. Oh God! I'm actually kind of shocked that they don't like slip. Oh yeah. They don't. Tr- I'm because uh, I know there's blood everywhere. Dude, there was less blood in Alien Covenant, and like three people wound up tripping in blood. <laughs> I seriously. And of course, I love the the kid singing the lullaby while she's slowly coming to kill him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's classic creepy kid in yes. a horror movie type thing. Damn, it's just ape shit. Go. Oh, what do we got here? Zombies! Zombies! Yep. Uh, no. I'm taking the alternate way out. <laughs> oh, my God. The werewolves. The cl- killer clown. Oh, dude, dude. It's, it's, it's Tim Curry. It's totally Tim Curry. <laughs> There's the, the unicorn. unicorn. Death by oh. unicorn. <laughs> oh my god. And oh yes, finally. Yeah. Last little bit. Buckner kid. Coming to join the party a little late, but you know, better late than never. It's all cool, kid. Go crazy. <laughs> oh jeez. I love that. Oh the scarecrow yes. folk. Yes. I also really love that they used one of the uh, the stock screams. Just, <laughs> I, I think, I, I don't know if there was uh, a Wilhelm scream in there or not. I forget. We're not w- watching it with the voice, so I don't know. I don't, I, I know I've, I, I know I hear like some of the classic <laughs> screams. Oh, you watch enough stuff. Um, you hear those. You hear it. Yeah. There you, are sound bits that I get to. There, there's an old kind of metal concept album yeah. called Operation Mindcrime. And, and at the beginning of it, the guy's in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And there's a clip from that album. 
that you just constantly hear in hospital scenes and TV shows. Yeah. It's like, Dr. Oh. Jane Hamilton, Dr. Jane Hamilton. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. This reaction is gold. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I was waiting for this guy. What? It's the merman? Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> of all the things to kill him, it had to be the fucking ah, merman. Blood shoots out its blowhole. Dude, seriously. Like, I thought that was a great touch. Oh. Yeah, that's just a fun little bit of ironic death. That right? Just like, for real? Oh, shit. Everybody dies, man. Oh, yeah. He's actually the one guy I actually was betting would, you know, make it out. But just when you think he's gotten out, stabbed in the heart. No, nope. sorry. Which is kind of sad because I actually kind of like this guy. He's like the uh, the the old timer at an office that you just kind of like to, you know. Yeah, but the sit- office kills people, Tim. True. It's nice that she gets her just desserts. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I'm, yeah. I, I, the, the fact that she's the one who gets to kill him is actually kind of awesome because mm-hmm. that's the real revenge at play. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I still kind of would like an, if he was at like at a different job, like just like in an office job, he'd oh, be yeah. a nice person to just like, you know, chit chat with uh, during break, you know, be a good guy to, to bring it through training. Exactly, yeah. man. That's that's always the vibe that I got from. Yeah. The guy. Just, but uh yeah, when this line of business, uh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Although I do like the fact that she still feels kind of bad, you know. Oh yeah. So, and now we fa- reach our finale in the uh, the the ritual chamber room where the titans lay resting below. Yes. And we have ready to do a super super awesome cameo coming up. Oh yeah. Like, dude. This is some really great casting. Um, although, do you, did you know in an in an yep? Oh yeah. But do you know in an alternate uh, in an alternate universe? Do you know who would have been the director as she's billed? Oh. Um, instead of Sigourney Weaver, because we all know it's coming. Yeah. Um, you know who was supposed? They actually eyeballed first to play this role. Who? Jamie Lee Curtis. Hmm. That would have been kind of cool. Get like yeah, one of the orig- yeah. OG screen queens to do it. Yeah. Especially since she's a, like, you know, got that that weight to her character. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's definitely like a um like you could see her as like the female supervisor, manager, yes. boss type. She's she can bring yeah. that kind of authoritarian uh uh presence to her. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, it's really really hard to beat out Ripley. Yeah. I mean, come on. Especially when Sigourney Weaver already has like that kind of, you know, very uh, administrative kind of voice. You know? Because even like in her nonsense, because I know she was uh, uh, hired to be like the voiceover for like a, I think it was, oh, I think it might, I could be wrong. Um, But I think it was like for Finding Dory. She was actually like, um, or no, no, it was Wally. Uh, she was the voice of uh, the uh, the the Axiom, the ship in mm-hmm. space. So she she kind of has that calming but firm voice, you oh, know. Yeah. But oh shit! <laughs> yeah, she that yep. She dies first. That's yeah, right. Because she's the one he. Because the scho- clearly the athlete's the one that 
turns the whore into the whore. Yeah. And then the scholar goes next, then the fool. And the virgin, it's all up to her. Like, this is so smart. I mean, we talked about it to death already. Um, but it's still just really clever. I love it. <laughs> and I actually really love her reaction. Just like, really? Me? Come on, we work, dude. We, wa- with, we work with what we have. <laughs> I'm like, she, but I do love her reaction. She's like, dude, really? Like, you're going to out me like that? That's not she- cool. Also, that one time in in junior high didn't count. <laughs> we work with what we have. Okay, hamster doesn't count in 2019. Totally. But, uh, oh, shit. The ancients are getting pissed. Okay, so for real question. If you were in their position, what would you do? I mean. Would you actually, like, sacrifice yourself in order? Like, let's say you are the I the guess stone. if the whole world is going to end, then you kind of have to because you'll die anyway. Yeah. You're just taking everybody else down with you to be stubborn. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would I, I would kill the entire facility beforehand with monsters, absolutely, because fuck those guys. You actually, you know what would be the smart thing for Marty to do here since he's the one with the gun? Yeah. Just shoot Sigourney Weaver in the face and then do himself. Oh, yeah. That actually wouldn't be a half bad idea, you know? Oh, yeah, take le- her down with you for being a bitch. Yep. Save the world, but... Oh, actually... Oh, I would Yeah, if she's the one with the gun. In that case, yeah, I'd just shoot them both. Yeah. I feel like what I would have to do is... If I had the gun... I would have to give it to Marty. Yeah. And let him decide. Yeah, that... See, that's the smarter Cause, idea. Because, I mean... Well, it's not the smarter idea, but it's the right thing to yes. do. Yes, yes. Like, I can't make that decision for but sh- you. But blow- I highly advocate for saving the entire world. Don't be an asshole, but I'm not going to kill but you. But by all means, blow off Sigourney Weaver's head. Yeah. Because, <laughs> what a cunt. <laughs> shoot the director and then talk your friend into killing themselves. Is Which that- is so uncomfortable. That- I know. I guess that's why they went with this route, so there yeah. wouldn't be any tr- bad triggers there or whatnot. There would be no American Werewolf in London type situation. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Shit. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, but honestly, if if I really had to, uh, although to be fair, you know, because one thing that does really play with the characters and whatnot is the fact that they are stubborn, arrogant teenagers, so they probably would just kill the director and say, fuck it, the end's w- the world's ending, because I hate you. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's the problem with kids is, you know, they're either going to be selfish or they're going to be idealistic. Yes. They're, they're going to think that they can save everybody. Die, bitch! <laughs> Damn! Yes! Oh, yes! Die. Yes! With the... <laughs> and tumble them down into... Yes. The- into the abyss. Oh, shit, dude. That's some intense shit. Oh, and of course, it's now the eve of the apocalypse. <sighs> well, I guess there's only one thing to do. Just sit your ass down, maybe smoke a blunt, and get laid. Too bad they don't. I actually kind of wish that because honestly, honestly, at this point, like if they know they're going to die, it's the apocalypse. Yeah. Like I would just say, you want a bone? 
Because, <laughs> I mean, if I were all covered in blood and stuff, I think then, I think that kind of ruins the mood for me. That's a fair point. Yeah. If they weren't so, I like, don't want a depression bone. <laughs> if they, I like the idea of them just sharing a joint. I that's, think that that's the that right thing true. to do is to get high. And, and just be kind of mellow out this whole everyone dying thing. Because, fuck, dude. Yeah. Because <laughs> really, that's, I mean, well, I mean, when the end of the world happens, that's, you ha you do one or two things. You either get fucked up or you fuck. Huh. One of the two. Well, or it, both. It depends if, if it's a seeking a friend for the end of the world type situation, where you just give me a countdown to the end of the world. Yeah. Then I'm going full hedonistic. Yeah. I'm like, screw it, STDs don't matter, pregnancy doesn't matter. Nope. Um, the ill health effects of drugs that are going to hit me in my 50s don't fucking matter. Nope. But if it's a, I just saw something extremely traumatic, I probably wouldn't be in the mood yeah. to, to yeah. have any catharsis. Yeah. <laughs> I think if I were there, yeah. Maybe some drugs, but in a sad way. <laughs> Not hip-hop movie drugs, but country music drugs. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The really sad I haven't ones. left this hotel in three days. <laughs> I've lived off cocaine and whiskey. I waiting do... for my girlfriend to call me. Actually, I do really She's wonder. A I, I, re I really do wonder what it would be like when the, the Titans rise and everyone just dies. Oh, yeah. It would have been, it must have been, because uh, like they said, it would have been a fucking crazy ride, oh, yeah. you know? Because <laughs> actually, you know, can we just acknowledge that's a real feat for a horror movie? Yeah. That they kill off everybody, everybody. on the planet. Not just all the, they, they literally kill off all your characters on screen. And then after they kill off all your characters, they just kill the world. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn. And I also really love the grindhouse yeah. look to it. That's some nice that's some good shit. Oh yeah. So yeah, dude. I this this movie's just, just so much fun to watch. It's oh, yeah. more it's more fun to rewatch it than uh, it's just as fun to uh, watch it again than it is to watch it the first time around. Oh yeah. You know? Because you catch some of the foreshadowing that you didn't catch and there's so many details hidden in the background. Yes. So many Easter eggs, so many different monsters. This is this is why we, we do these types of movies. Japanese floaty girl. <laughs> um this this is exactly why we do these types of movies because we wanna watch them constantly, you know? Yeah. And it's always fun to just because Often when you watch it by yourself again, to just to revisit it, it's fun to have it with a non-existent audience, oh, which, is, yeah. which is what we're here for. And this is one of the great movies to show uh, friends who are easily scared. Like, they don't want a very serious, grounded kind of horror movie or slasher movie, but yeah. they can still enjoy the gore and the comedy and the special effects without actually feeling... The, the tension of being stalked by something. Yes. Yeah. 10 out of 10 would watch in the dark. Oh, yeah. Would Always. watch in the dark easily. You could watch this uh, before bed. Um, <laughs> I mean, without crying. Of course not. I mean, like... Uh, I intentionally watch most of my horror stuff. Like, turn off all the lights and you get a cup of tea and you put on your little pillow for it and you get real close to yep. the screen so when the jump scares come, you burn hot tea on yourself. Yep. And that is... <laughs> 
See, that's exactly yeah. how I first watched Aliens. Oh, yeah. Dude, I watched it on my laptop in my basement in the dark. And it was one of the most intense movie experiences of my life. Oh, and yeah. I loved every moment of that's it. That's how I did uh, updates back when, um, back before horror games got really played out. Yeah. Is, is I would watch some of the Let's Plays for the new ones and it would just be... Oh, here we go. It's 20 minutes of me jumping at stupid fucking shit. <laughs> Before I go do my homework. I did that in college a lot. Those were... So, I remember... Do you remember uh, Fatal Frame, Crimson Butterfly? Fatal Frame is so good. Uh, Fatal Frame so good. I refuse to play that game unless it's with some... Oh, I'm bringing it to you. With some friends. Because you got your PS2 to work. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I refuse to play it uh, unless I'm with a bunch of friends and I'm playing in the dark. Oh yeah. There's because otherwise because honestly I, I I think I actually tried playing it on my own. Yeah. It was boring. Also, the tension like in between scares was so intense. Like, I don't like this. I need someone to like help me with this. Oh yeah. I I don't like this. I don't. Like, oh yeah. Horror games are. Horror games are fun. Horror. I have all of I have all of Silent Hill. Horror games. My girlfriend are... got me the whole pack <laughs> of all the old games. Um, I think the biggest key. For scariness in a horror game is you need a perfect like death ratio yeah you've got to be in a situation where you only die once or twice throughout the whole game but you constantly feel like you're going to die all the time. <laughs> yeah, oh, like God. i play bioshock on easy it's an action game i play bioshock on hard it's a horror game hmm. yeah that's interesting. Yeah. I need, I need if you point. die all the time, then the death loses its meaning. Yeah. But if you feel more powerful than the enemies, then you just hack them to bits. Yep. So you need to give people, like, limited ammo that they have to, like, weirdly ration. Yes. So that they're running away from the monsters, even though they have bullets. Yep. So I feel like in Silent Hill, it's like, wait, the, the ammo doesn't replenish? If I pick this up, it's gone forever? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I guess I'll just run from everything. <laughs> You know what else we need to do? We also need to play a bad horror game. I mean, it's it's not terrible, terrible, like unplayable, but it's nowhere is near. Is it cheesy? Is it just like a Five Nights at Freddy's no, it's thing? A, it's actually a kick. It's actually an independently funded Kickstarter. Oh, lovely. Um, and it's an adaptation of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Oh, I'll need to watch. Th so you can play as like the uh, the the um, the teenagers getting killed. And then occasionally you can play as Jason. Oh, that's great. So you're either playing... So it's it's basically hide-and-go-seek the, the video game and with murder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I need to watch those then. I think I've told you before, the only slasher film I've ever watched is Nightmare on Elm Street. And my reaction would was, wouldn't this be better as a psychological drama where they all went slowly insane due to sleep deprivation? And really, they were the enemy the whole time? And my friend was like, get the fuck out. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I would be so cool if you I mean, fall asleep, Freddy kills you. Yeah. But you stay awake and you become the monster because sleep deprivation makes me angry. Yeah. When I have overtime, I fight people. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. Uh, I but watch that like a I Freddy gets no kills. Like they just all kill each other. <laughs> and Freddy's just sad. Yeah, Freddy can get the first home. kill or. Yeah, the, well, he gets he he is the enticing he is the enticing audience. You but know? it would be more like the Russian sleep experiment, creepy pasta. Oh God, I love that one. That one's so good. I'm trying to think what other stuff that I've seen. I've seen Friday the Thirteenth. I've seen the original Halloween. 
Um, I've seen I, Evil Dead at a party. They I've were seen, playing it at a party. I yep. was drunk as shit, and somebody called me in the room to watch the tree scene. I, <laughs> yes, I saw Evil Dead as well. Um, wasn't Again, wasn't as impressed as I would, but again, it's, I just saw it too late. That's just yeah. me. Because it's, it's a movie you have to see when you're 14. Otherwise, it will mean nothing. Oh, yeah. Because um, even, even if you see it at, like, 17, it still feels like, I should have watched this a little bit earlier. Oh, like it, it should have been, been the coolest shit back then. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's cool as shit when you're a young teenager, but it's not as cool as, uh, as shit when you're in your mid-20s. No, I know. I have friends who are like, you have to read this book. It changed my life when I was a teenager. I'm like, I guarantee like me as a 26-year-old isn't going to get into, like, say, Perks of Being a Wallflower. I'm too old now. You yeah. should have given that to me when I was 16. It would have changed my life, but now I'd... Sorry. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, I, oh, and, and I've also seen the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but that was years ago. Oh, that would be a fun one to talk about, because it's, if you want to talk about practical effects to almost an illegal level. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, it's not – what really didn't blow me away was the uh, the practical effects. It was also the uh, the sheer production design. Well, the bones were all real. Yes. The bones were all real. Uh, I think the scene where he cuts her hand um, is – like, they kept trying to do it with a rig, but it kept getting clogged up. Yep. So he just took the tape off and cut her. Yep. Good shit, right? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. We might have to do, like, a, a slap. You know what? For you audience listening back home, for, the, like, the five people <laughs> actually listening. But, Hi, Dan. Um, <laughs> uh, honestly, like, let us know what kind of uh, horror stuff you want us to do next October. Because, I mean, obviously we're keeping with the... Uh, like horror comedy trope but i'd be into doing like a slasher or ghosts or you know haunted stuff supernatural whatever like let us know what do you guys want to hear you know because i'm i'm all for it we got a whole year to to catch up on movies even if we if even if we as hosts haven't seen it we've got a year to catch up on it oh, so yeah. yeah just let us know what you want to see we got we got to create a hashtag for this oh yeah yeah Hashtag, con, con, Hashtag. Future, future contract uh, Halloween movies. That's so long. It is long. Yeah. But how specific are we going to get? How specific are we going to get? Do hashtag contract watch if you want to add us and like be yeah. like, hashtag contract watch and then use whatever movie you think we should watch. And yeah, we'll that'd be it, good. And we can go through that for like recommendations. Hell whatever. yeah, man. Because yeah. I mean. Not just for Halloween, but for anything that's coming up. Exactly. Can, we'll, and we're willing to get weird, man. Yeah. I, we're begging to get weird. Oh, please. Because uh, there's so many movies There's out an there. actual demand for something niche. Yes. Tired of your mainstream normie shit, Tim. <laughs> Gosh. I know. I know. I just... I, I guess This might have been the most cult one we've we've watched so far. Probably, Probably, although we're going to get a lot more cult for Halloween, man. Oh, yeah. It's going to be and awesome. One, we're we're, we're going to introduce you to a, to a little friend. Yeah, but for uh, now, we're going to stay in the mainstream. But it's going to be some fun ones next week. Next week, we're doing Beetlejuice. And then after that, a true to God classic that I know is just going to hopefully rank up my hits on online, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm, I just can't walk away from it you know oh no um so and it's it's the it's the movie for people like me who i party non-stop halloween through christmas Fuck halloween yeah. christmas thanksgiving it's all just one giant holiday of me just 
having a thousand pounds of candy at my house and drinking warm alcohol it's and it's then, hot toddy season everybody and then uh, uh month to month by month feasts yes feasts of all delicious the time. delicious food yes <sighs> so that's gonna be next week for you guys so uh just be liking commenting subscribing sharing all that good stuff um we'll see you guys for uh next week at Be for beetlejuice this has been contract where i've been tim i've been hannah and you'll never have to watch a movie alone again peace Thank you.